hopefully we can. Hi, it's Charlotte Pierce. Uh, we're live from the U.S. Rowing Convention, and we're waiting for our first guest. He's actually joining us remotely from the Boston area, Bill McGowan, longtime uh, member of Community Rowing and board member, and I think he was on the U.S. Rowing um, board for a while, and mm. I know the CRI board and stuff. Anyway, I'm here with Rick Bako. Hi. <laughs> My uh, traveling companion, and uh, he's going to be competing at the Indoor Rowing Championships later this weekend. It's, uh, it's produced in, in conjunction with um, the U.S. Rowing Convention. This is the first one in the three years, since 2019? Uh, 2020. 20, oh, yeah, so this will be three. Yeah. It's been three years. Uh, oh, I don't know about no, the convention. There wasn't the, a live uh, oh, one. Okay. Yeah, in person. Yeah, I did. So, uh, venue racing in early 2020 oh, right. before COVID. Okay, yeah. Crash Bees was the last thing yeah. I did in 2020. Cool. Well, we're waiting. Shut it down. For, while we're waiting for Bill McGowan, we're just going to talk a little bit about what's going on this weekend. And let me, um, let me get a, our other camera up. It's, uh, it's showing people are setting up here at the uh, vendor area. USB can't video. Yeah, there we go. That's the H2 row. You know them, right? I do. I bought shoes from them, and I'm yeah. very happy. They uh, fit into the uh, CRI boats oh, that have the boat logic uh, oh, they stretchers. Do. Yes. Yeah, so I'm going to do that because when I do um, when I do sweeps at CRI, I can't take the shoes out of my own boat, and there's oh. never any shoes that fit. They're all right. Yeah, those old Nike shoes. There's very few that fit anybody anymore. <laughs> there's plenty of 13s and 14s, and even those are in bad shape. And I got to where I was stuffing um, those blue re cleaning rags. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the H2O shoes, yeah. uh, and the, right. the guy I, I corresponded by email a couple of times. Oh, yeah. Told him what I needed. He Installed the Bat Logic uh, uh, attachment to yeah. it, and uh, I was up and running. And so I bring my own shoes to CRI whenever yeah, I. Yeah, I do. Grow I mean, sweet. mine are bolted into my boat, but it's, it's yeah. like, and then no one else can use my boat. Yeah. Or you know, like if I don't mind yeah. if someone else is using it. Then I can use them in the singles yeah, right. also exactly. when we do well, Sunday you're, sculling. You're going to be on for your interview at 11:30, so let's talk a little bit about the uh, about the convention. What 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 it what's uh, you think you're interested in seeing here? I know we talked to Tom Rock, who's the safety director. Yeah, I'm probably just uh, wandering around. I, I have no specific plan, but right, yeah. and I'll go into the uh, the area where the vendors are and uh, mm -hmm. see what's cooking there. See if there's uh, see if I can find any new rowing books. I always like to. Yes. To read rowing you've stuff if I can find You've inspired me about them. that. I yeah. mean, you were talking about all these books you've read, and I've read some of them. Like yeah. Read, uh, Ethan Ellis. No, I mean. Uh, well, uh, over there at the boathouse uh, uh, booth, uh, we were mm -hmm. talking to the guy there, and he has a big poster of uh, Akhil Abdullah. Yeah. And I had I had bought Akhil Abdullah's uh, autobiography from him at one of the Crash Bees years ago. Yeah. Really enjoyed it, so I hope I can find a few yeah. gems like that. And that's what, I know I think Bill's, Bill, back. Bill's back. Uh, whether he can hear. Hopefully you can, can hear me. Hear you, Bill. We can you? Hear you. Oh, I'm on so my I'm laptop. I'll take you out for now until, and I'll I'll check once in a while uh, to 
see if you're back on. We're just talking okay. about the convention. But so look and maybe change your audio input. Or no, what is what are you asking? Your microphone source. Anyway. Um, yeah, I wanted to say like the, some of the people we see around here are boat boathouse apparel. Company. Yeah, boathouse. 776 BC, which is a new one for me, but we're going to be interviewing Dave Powers at 11 mm -hmm. today. And um, we've got Dave, Swift Racing right across from us. Swift, and we talked to the guy who had driven down from rep for Swift. Mm -hmm. And Strokeside Designs is down in the herb area. Yeah. Um, let me let me just I'll check with Bill again. Uh, Philippi, I think I've, is supposed I've, to be I've, there. I've clicked a lot of things. No, no. Yeah, Philippi is the kind of overall uh, sponsor of the convention. Mm -hmm. I'm going to share the. Oh, I should want to share. Let's go. Can you aim the the big camera out down the hall and kind of see a little bit of. What's going on as people set up, um, and you can see it in the in the other yeah, You can see it in the viewfinder. Yeah, there's Margaret Zalkin. She's going to be giving us an in, uh, session on rowing safety, uh, towing boats, trailer safety. There's Swift. Yeah, she had a. If she wasn't towing a trailer, I don't think. But they, just driving down from New England, both, a lot of us just, you know, six-hour drive, and uh, we were. Uh, it it was. We didn't have too many. We, found, we saw a few tailgaters. But uh, yeah, so there's lots of people coming. There's about 300, I think. There's a coaching sessions already started this morning. Um, Tom. Yeah, track on Tom. Tom Rooks is coming here. Tom, why don't you come and you, you can take Bill McGowan's place. He's having trouble connecting. Okay. Yeah, and just, just t give us a little five minute. Oh, stand, yeah, sit down, sit down and talk, put the headphones on. Okay. I will, uh, yeah, I didn't schedule you, but I, That's okay. yeah, um, I will. Come back. Safety is my preferred topic, I guess, but I can talk about anything. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, so we met you this morning, and you've been helping with the convention too, right? Yeah, we're, yeah. Uh, kind of I'm presenting four classes at Rocon yeah. on safety. Okay, and mm -hmm. what is your actual title with Rocon? So it just changed. Um, my new title is I'm the Director of Sports Safety and Operations. Right. So I, I do a wide range of things, mostly in safety. And all, as you we were chatting earlier, all aspects, so from youth to masters to... Yeah. Well equipped boathouses to less equipped boathouses. Yeah, my 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 path in rowing was youth rowing to mm -hmm. collegiate club rowing and then coaching those things. And you quickly realize when you work for US rowing, especially in a field that is as broad as, you know, the safety of the sport, you realize that like um, you know, every stroke is valid. Yeah. Right? Every yeah. And, and but that is there's a thousand versions of it. Yeah. Right? There's middle school kids trying to figure out how to row safely in singles and there's Mm -hmm. Teams with there's clubs with eight masters rowers that just mm -hmm. do what they've done, you know, since time immemorial. And then there's teams with 600 kids at five venues 
yeah. trying to figure out how to make it work, right? So you, you, you quickly realize there's just the world of rowing, especially in the U.S., yeah. is vast. And things can go wrong so quickly. Yeah. You know, I, I suppose that kind of keeps you up at night. Yeah. So my my career background is I spent 22 years in the U.S. Coast Guard doing search okay. and rescue. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, so my gosh. When, what you realize is um, error chains happen when more than one thing mm-hmm. isn't going right, but the they all accelerate into a moment that is mm-hmm. so rapid, right? Like yeah. um, we had a kid ball of a boat at Youth Nationals, right? And we had an amazing, Rachel Lemieux, an amazing referee, you know, fish him out of the water. But all of a sudden you're like, okay, we just had a referee that we don't have a physical fitness test for or standard for hauling in a 200-pound marlin. <laughs> you know, like instantly everything that felt calm and happy and we're just having a regatta can become – um, an urgent safety event, right? So and then, if you're a safety director, I'm going to put up a little banner for you. Sure. Director, is that right? Yep. And I'm the director of sports safety and operations. <laughs> yeah. Sports. It, yep. Sports safety. I yeah. I was a safety and well-being associate, but I recently was promoted. And I, I think it if, makes sense. If people are safe, that they're they've got good well-being. Well, we so a lot of my world is trying to get rid of chance and do take an approach. I'm 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 comfortable with risk, right? Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't do this sport if there was no risk. If you put pontoons on my single and made me wear a World War II life jacket so I couldn't sing, yeah. if you, if you if you truly made the sport risk free, mm-hmm. th- there'd be no beauty in it yeah. for me. But what I don't like is chance, where we just say, well, it hasn't happened yet, or I don't know anybody that happened to, so let's just. It'll be okay. Yeah. Right. I don't like that. And yeah. I think, especially as our sport spreads and and we have more people rowing and and and, and being more inclusive about our rowing, mm-hmm. right? Uh, different body abilities, yeah. different ages, different everything. We owe it to people to have a full disclosure of the risks they're going to face and how we're mitigating and, and minding those risks. Right. right. So that's kind of the brunt of my work is trying to uh, professionalize how we approach that. Yeah. Right. Uh, what so. I, you know, I remember one time at CRI, a guy, it was cold. And a guy fell in. It was, he was literally standing in waist-deep water. And he got back in, and then he fell out again. Yep. And yep. He, they had to take him to the hospital. Yeah, we, we so it, it's cold water, cold water shock and cold water swimming, cold water rescue yeah. was something I spent a lot of time. I was stationed in Alaska and Maine and Washington State and mm-hmm. spent a lot of time swimming in very cold water. Yeah. And it is it is such a shock to your system, right? Like the first thing we teach rescue swimmers, you know, but cutter, what we call boat rescue swimmers, is when you go in the water, the first thing to do is nothing. Yeah. Right? Everybody, I know. your heart rate shoots up, your, yeah. your lungs shrink down, your blood pressure, you know, adrenaline yeah. is flying. And so your body's saying, "Hey, man, you just put me into something I'm not supposed to be in." Yeah. And if you tell your, if you then act in a hurry with a physical activity, your brain isn't like, "Oh, correct, we're fighting for our life." Yeah. Right. So the best thing you can do is find the floating thing, hang on to it, and breathe. Yeah. Just like try to calm yourself down. Try not to move too quickly. We see this with a lot of people that try and get back into capsized boats. Mm-hmm. They try and do ten steps at once. Right. Then they fall back out. And now the That's adrenaline is the adrenaline's wearing off. You know, now we're fatigued. Yeah. Now we're we're shot. Right? Yeah. And so the third, fourth time they try and rescue themselves, now they're they yeah. don't realize how close they are right. to having it all so go. What's, what's the yeah. number one thing you think like 
small, medium-sized boathouse could do, should do to maximize safety, like starting of the season yeah. in the north. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that as two questions. Yeah, that's I, about I'm gonna then. try and I'm trying to put two questions <laughs> yeah, in there, right? Okay, so right. we revised the safety guidelines yeah. in December, and we created uh, an improved safety audit checklist. Uh -huh. And if my belief is, if clubs read the guidelines, <laughs> hey, there's a step, and then uh, use the audit checklist, they can. It, the checklist doesn't take more than about an hour, probably, unless you're yeah. a really massive club. Yeah. It'll keep you refreshed. And I also encourage people whenever they hire a new coach to have the coach do the checklist. Sure. Because that will put them on that scavenger hunt of where is the AED? Yeah. Where are the band-aids? Where is this and that? Right? Yeah. So that's that's sort of the organizational approach. But really the more important thing we found like in the Coast Guard is safety can't be a checklist or a policy. It has to be like an active engaged part of everything we do. Right? So as we discuss what kind of row we're going to do, it's great to think where are we at in this training cycle and it's a Wednesday and the regatta's in two weeks. But Okay, well, but if the wind's 20 miles an hour, yeah, probably not the best day to work on starts. Yeah, right. Like probably, and if it's cold, probably not the best time to do short pieces with big rests. And if you're organizing a yeah. regatta and there's oh, weather yeah. coming in, you know, you have to think about those things. I know a lot of oh, yeah. I've been in, they've they've shut like Chattanooga, they shut, uh, they cut the course by half. Mm -hmm. Slow was so. Yeah, I I got like mm. I caught caught my rigging got caught on a buoy, and mm. you know I. Yeah. Finally, the current just pushed me off the boat. Wow. It, it was scary. Was yeah, I've, I've been in some pretty scary moments. And, and what I'd say is when you know what the risk is, mm -hmm. there are tools to mitigate it. Yeah. But there's a model we teach level three coaching, and I, I, I do a lot of uh, coaching ed. Mm -hmm. And one of the models I use is a, what we call STAR model of how to take a risk and then STAR, you know, military guys with love acronyms, right? Spread out the risk, transfer the risk, avoid the risk, accept the risk, or reduce the risk, right? Yeah. Like, so if you know there's a log in that part of the course, instead of just telling people, hey, don't hit the log, why don't we just put a buoy on it? Why don't we put a safety boat and have it well, tie off we, the log? We have a log like, that like, was like floating sure. in the trough. Did you see that, Rick? The, the, yeah. the swan log? Is it the goose log? And the geese yeah. would be sitting on top. Oh, yeah. The geese are a good time, right? If the bird looks like it's standing, it's probably yeah. on something. If it's not yeah. moving. It's, yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah. What, was, what else was I going to ask you? Oh, what about sure. the like the individual rower? Like, you know, it's just, like, you should all be mindful, yeah. but what? Uh, well, what's the responsibility on that? I, I would say, I would put, if you're going to go out as an individual, you are your own coach. Mm -hmm. So then hold yourself to that same standard. Yeah. Did I assess the weather yeah. using my app, favorite app or website before I showed yeah. up? Right. Did I make a plan that made sense? Does somebody at the boathouse know my plan? Yeah. Right. The biggest factor in a successful search for someone is the accuracy of the last known position. Interesting. So if I tell my wife, I'm going to go row today, yeah. well, then the search pattern is today somewhere on a river. Yeah. If I put a, a entry in like iCrew or the, yeah. the club's logbook or whatever right. you use, I'm going from here, I'm going to there. I'm going to be back at this time. Mm -hmm. Then we have a pretty good track of where we think we might want to see you. Yeah. You know, in my case, knowing that I'm going to row at 20 miles an hour, surely. Yeah. No, it's uh, you know, but if you the more accurate, the more accurate your sail plan, yeah. that you yeah. let people know, the better we'll go. Well, I have a Garmin watch. Like it, yeah. it can track me. You know, Fantastic. so I, sometimes I send my husband my location, but he yeah. doesn't. He doesn't well, pay yeah, but but you know, location <laughs> services. We did a we did a thing on that for the safety committee mm -hmm. last year. And a lot of um, phones, watches, um, also like certain systems, again, I'm not 
trying to plug the ICRA as a location yeah. tracking. No, other. Where like once a minute, yeah. it's going to send a location to somebody. Yeah. So again, when I say, where does Charlotte go? And say, oh, she's over there having lunch at the dock. Yeah. Right? That's, that's a lot better than let's search the ocean. Yeah. Right? So that a lot is. of that is that. And then you are your own safety thrown around. Yeah. So yeah. I, I have a hard time with people that explain to me why they don't bring a life jacket when they're going to row by themselves. Yeah. I just have a hard time so, understanding like, it. Like, what? You know? Yeah. So, like one of those little thingies, or do you attach it to your The one you wear. One you the wear. one you're willing to wear is the best life jacket on the market. If you're not a, willing to wear it, if, you, if you're not going to bring it with you or wear, wear it, it, then it doesn't really matter if it's... But they have those you know. kind of minimal ones. Are those yeah. okay? Yeah. 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 If, it, if it has a U.S. Coast Guard approval on it, yeah. then it's, it's good to go. Good. Yeah. Now we rate them in um, the amount of flotation yeah. they have. So there's, for what we do, yeah. most of us, I hope, can swim. Yeah. Um, even the the lowest amount meets the threshold we need for safety. For sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know if there's anybody at the convention that's selling this? I don't know. Well, you know, it's funny. I was, I, I'm hoping to run into the Felipe guys because yeah. they are now marketing a life jacket that they oh. sell. Oh, and cool. it And it says Felipe. Well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and, well, I think that makes you faster. I'm not yeah. sure. I'm well, not a... That's how obvious it is. I'm sure. But yeah, it, we, we, we just want to see the culture change. Like yeah. the, the club where I coach, we about a year and a half ago went to the standard is all coxswains wear life jackets at all times. Yeah. And we thought there'd be a pushback, but you know, people think it's kind of cool. They got their own piece of gear. Yeah. It's, it's their yeah. thing. It yeah. makes them no, special, right? And uh, No, I, could, I have no, like I'm 66. I've just been rowing for 10 years and I, yeah. you know, I have no no pride about sure. what, you know i sometimes i wear a backpack and like a well, yeah. sun hat <laughs> yeah i mean i'm 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 happily middle-aged and I, my fitness is a combination of a love of exercise and ben and jerry's yeah. and uh what i love is people that say the life jacket's uncool and yet they're middle-aged wearing unisuit yeah yeah, like, yeah. I, I hate to tell you man like the cool part like 16 year old you would have already looked at you and made some judgments right yeah so, oh like, i would have so what's Definitely. the how's the life jacket i mean that? i've taken my share yeah. i don't know if we have bill here now well i don't know if you can hear me you're still not we still don't have your I, audio i can't explain it uh you just have to like down at the bottom as there's a little setting thing muting it muting it oh well. we, i'm sorry bill I, I want to talk to you but why don't we try later okay Okay. Try later. Okay. Reschedule and we'll have you on. I want to hear your story. Okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much no for problem. joining us. My pleasure. Us. Yeah, My pleasure, Charlotte. We'll, we'll see you around the Yeah, let that. me know if you see any good. Yeah. yeah. We'll see you around Rocon. And I, you know, I'm excited because I, look, I, I appreciate the virtual world and Zoom yeah. and things like that. But I really do miss, before I ever worked for Yes Running, I used to come to convention every year because yeah. as a coach, it sort of got me off of thinking I was on an island. Yeah. Right, to hear some other person, even if they didn't have some brilliant way of explaining the term body prep for the 48th way, yeah. just the idea that like they were solving their problems just like I'm solving mine right, right. made me feel less alone. It's just, so. there's some indescribable thing about being with Yeah, people. I love rowers, I love rowing, yeah. I love rowers, right? And we, one of the phrases on my team where I coach is we say, you know, we do the sport because we love it. Yeah. We do it well because we love each other. Yeah. Right? So it's... There's a lot worse places to be than to hang out with yeah, a bunch of rowers, you know? so true, yeah. yeah so. Well, it's nice to meet you. And nice to meet you, too. We'll see you later on Sounds in good. the session. Take care. Bye. Woo-hoo.